and we used to go to drugstores and they would never have us shaved. Yeah. yeah, I think we ended up using, I think on our 18th birthday, it was like the very first time we even like had our first foundation and um, the brand was Lancome, Lancome, wasn't it? And they managed to do the, our the shade. right shade. Yeah, because yeah. that was even like, that was a struggle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, you because know, I've got kids and when I look at children's books, I find a lot of black kid books, which are like, oh, your natural hair, you can rock your afro and stuff. There's nothing really for brown girls. Yeah, South Asian. Yeah, to, yeah exactly. there's nothing. There's nothing like that to celebrate natural skin. It's all towards fair skin, fair skin. is Rina Ditti Annabelle aka Mommy Imperfect and you are listening to the sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. So welcome back if you are a regular listener and I just want you to know I appreciate you and if you're tuning in for the first time then welcome to the sisterhood and stick with me because each and every week I bring you your weekly dose of girl power of unfiltered girl chat. Yes this is the podcast that delves into different areas of womanhood every week, whether it's fashion or motherhood, body positivity or self-care, love or friendship, we cover it all. And in this episode, we are celebrating brown skin girls. It's all about melanin popping. Yes, I know that is a term often used by black women, by black people, like black girl magic. But you know what? As a South Asian woman, I feel that... Hello, darling. You okay? Sorry, uh-huh. my child has interrupted. Go and ask Daddy then. Uh-huh. Does Daddy know that I'm on a call? No. Okay, tell Daddy, say Mommy's on a call, okay? And then tell him and he'll do it. This is what happens <laughs> when you have your children. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. I might okay, keep that worry. in, actually. I probably will keep that in because you know what? This is, this is reality, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real mommy's life. <laughs> real mommy's life, yeah. So, okay, so as an Asian woman, a South Asian woman, I feel like we should actually be jumping on terms like melanin popping and brown girl magic even because we yeah. have nothing like that, you know. And I just think that we shouldn't shy away from these things and it's time that we reclaimed our natural brown skin, stop being yeah. scared of suntans and make that melanin pop so two ladies who are doing just that are rubini and atia twin sisters yep. from coventry fellow cov girls even though they're from yes. they came via <laughs> via netherlands via sri lanka yeah <laughs> that's oh my <laughs> right <laughs> so girls thank you for joining me um, thank you so, for having us no it's nice <laughs> it's good to finally talk to you guys you know i we were part of a uh, article weren't we and a, and a little video even though we've never met each yeah. other but you know, we interviewed separately by um, a journalist who was doing an article for Coventry Live. Is it called? I think, did they call it of Coventry Telegraph yeah. anymore? So um, Coventry Live more, isn't it? Yeah, Coventry Live. So it was all about how skin lightening creams are being sold just openly in Coventry. You yeah, know? and I'm sure, I'm sure this is just it, it's the way it is in other places as well. But because that was about Coventry and how, you know, you go to the groceries, pick up your, your uh, Indian spices, get a bottle of Fair and Lovely as well while you're at it. That's how it is, right? And yeah. so I was I was interviewed about that and you guys were interviewed about that. I mean, did you know before 
the journalist approached you and told you this did you know that these kind of products were being sold Yes, we did. We were very aware of those products and we were more aware of it um, here than we did when we grew up in uh, the Netherlands. Um, and it it wasn't anything like, um, it wasn't anything we weren't unfamiliar of. Like we did hear of it before, you know, we did Especially, recommend yeah. these, pro- people have recommended these products to us before. So mm-hmm. we straight away knew, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the popular ones, I think back home, I mean, as in, in Holland and even in Sri Lanka, the most popular brand was Fair and Lovely. Um, when we came here, we were like, okay, they're selling it here as well. Like, it's quite popular then. Um, all the other brands we kind of heard of and stuff. Um, but yeah, Fair and Lovely was quite popular. Yeah, the one that we straight away knew. Recognised. So, was that ever recommended to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a couple of aunties like telling us at like parties, like, "Oh yeah, why don't you try this product?" And you know, you could become a little bit more fairer uh, and whatnot. And we were always just like, "No," <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but yeah, well, like... we find it offensive to be honest. <laughs> like when they do tell us that, like you know, are we not good enough? Do we not look pretty? You know, all that kind of um, questions are raising your mind because we like even with melanin, like with our skin, we have hyperpigmentation, which makes us even more special. You know, um, and fair and lovely creams and all these kind of creams doesn't work for hyperpigmentation. It's just something that's in you know in your blood kind of thing and it's genetic um but when we were recommended these kind of like you know fair and lovely bleach creams and whatnot um it was tempting you know it was tempting because you know we felt like we weren't good enough for the society but the actual you know reason behind that was within only our tamil community that erased that question to us because um obviously we were so young as well and like when you already have this insecurity growing up, like you just want some sort of solution to, you know, get rid of um, the discoloration. And, you know, we thought that being dark skin was a problem when it, you know, actually isn't. So yeah. I think those questions erased more when we were in our teenage uh, years because our high pigmentation was getting was worse. Playing and, more. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was more recognisable, so you know, just, what we were. For people who don't know what you're talking about with hyperpigmentation, just explain yeah. a little bit about what it is. So hyperpigmentation is just um excessive amount of melanin, like production on your skin. And um it mostly happens with like melanin skin colour people. Uh, and it sort of plays up when you grow up. Like it's to do with your hormones and whatnot as well. Uh, it could trigger that, but yeah, like it's just discoloration basically on your face, on your hands, it's your, usually, your body. Yeah, your uh, dark circles and like, your mouth, mouth area, area, or mm-hmm. yeah, anywhere around your body. Really. And it, and and so it's basically darker patches of skin, darker areas of skin Correct. on your yeah. face yeah. and body. Because yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. nobody is really like you know how how we look when we put foundation on. Nobody really yeah. looks like that. Even your body, like, nobody, you know, yeah. Because cause exactly. yeah. my, my kids, like obviously you just saw my, my daughter, she's she's darker than me and I have two other daughters as well and they're all different shades of brown and they've got darker skin on their bodies, like patches of darker skin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they're like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, no, it's normal, you know, it is, it's normal. Like, you know, like the, the top of your thighs oh. or whatever or, yeah. or between yeah. your thighs you have those patches and it is... 
you know, a lot of people, like you're saying, do feel bad about it. Like, oh my God, why is my skin not like the magazines? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could completely relate to that because that's exactly how we, like, grew up as well. But we started to, like, normalise it and we started to, like, embrace it embrace more it. as we grew up. I think, yeah, that's one good thing, I guess, being a twin as well. Because, like, you know, my twin sister's got the same kind of... Um, issue then they called you're are you identical because you look like kind of identical we're non-identical we're not okay. identical yeah but wait i mean you do look really similar so if somebody's yeah, <laughs> yeah we, get that. we get that a lot. <laughs> okay so you're both People the same don't be, yeah. you're so both the same yeah. shade basically you've got the same basically yeah okay so then at least you had each other right to kind of yeah yeah of course. Yeah, yeah 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 we guess we had each other we kind of went through the journey together and you know supported each other encouraged each other you know this is normal uh, we don't need to change ourselves for other people yeah and stuff um i mean when the makeup industry was be- becoming quite big and i started being more confident with my skin and i saw oh wait like on instagram especially you see these other girls you know tamil girls trying to you know be confident with their skin it encouraged me more to do you know Mm. to like my own skin social media did yeah hugely and the thing is like um because we had a huge interest into makeup as well we sort of learned these techniques and techniques and like how to cover hyperpigmentation whilst wearing makeup and all these little things so yeah like we just slowly started to embrace it as well as you know work around it as well yeah so are you uh rubini and Atia? are you both makeup artists or are you just like do you just do it for fun or, or, or do you do that as a little side hustle thing um i do that as a half like part-time job okay, uh, so makeup. Rubini, you do yeah. That, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm the one that like i love makeup (laughs) Uh, since i was young i used to love painting and you know being creative and all that so makeup is the thing that i look into more of a creative side to it like i don't see it as hiding you know your hyperpigmentation or hiding you know your scars or anything like i just enjoy doing makeup itself and that's when i had the courage to you know upload my own videos and stuff and one of the videos hit you know six 100k and i didn't think it would you know go that far i was actually really nervous to post videos of myself because i just didn't know whether society would accept me as like especially instagram um but yeah like so many uh, people commented saying thank you so much you know for posting your videos like i have the same problem on my skin and it's really nice it's nice to know that someone can relate to you that's so good because I, I I know and I've seen your videos and you do have a lot of views, a lot of people following you. And, and like, and the one thing you said about being nervous and putting yourself out there is obviously to do a makeup video, you've got to show yourself without makeup first, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, was that the thing yeah. you were like, okay, I have to show my actual face without yeah. makeup first? Uh, yeah yeah that's right so when i posted my first ever makeup video i already had my foundation on with color corrector and everything just to hide my hyperpigmentation i was quite insecure um but then as you know as more as time went uh i became more confident and comfortable in uploading pictures of you know of myself without you know uh makeup on and stuff yeah. and that's when i started doing like videos without makeup on first and then with makeup after yeah yeah and yeah. what i what i like about your videos and and what and the pictures that i've seen of both of you with makeup on is that mm. 
you're not it, it's it's kind of like you're working with your complexion you know you're you're kind of making the most of your complexion because I don't know if it's different now but like when I was younger um early 20s or late teens there weren't the products available for yeah, my skin your right. skin even darker like yeah, yeah, yeah. there weren't so so you would get a random foundation from the shops generic you know revlon rim or whatever slap yeah. it on and you'd basically end up looking gray because yeah, yeah. ashy gray mm-hmm. yeah. Ashy, then, yeah. like honestly like at university i've got so many pictures of me when i try to do makeup i look ashy <laughs> as hell i look ashy and i'm yeah. like oh my god i look gray Aww. like the Aww. face and the neck i know because they, it just wasn't available and i think i remember once um i was at uni and i went to have a makeover at body shop right and <laughs> And I was like, oh, God. And the way they did my makeup on, it just wasn't. It just you wasn't weren't happy. happy. <laughs> I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy at all. And oh. then when I when I got married, I was, like, really insistent on, okay, I want to have a makeup artist that doesn't put white foundation on me and makes me look grey. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be whitened up. Yeah. I want something subtle. You know, I don't want to look plastered. And I did. I found someone that was really good. So that no, was good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But, but yes, I, we had the same problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we had the same problem when we were in secondary school because obviously that time, I, you know, you know, you want to explore into makeup and all whatnot. And we used to go to drugstores and they would never have us shaved. Yeah. yeah, I think we ended up using, I think on our 18th birthday, it was like the very first time we even like had our first foundation. And um, the brand was Lancome, Lancome, wasn't it? And they managed to do the, our the shade. right shade. Yeah, because yeah. that was even like, that was a struggle, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but that is even a quite high end brand. But nowadays, you know, you could go to the drugstore, find your shade, and uh, it's very accessible now, like darker shade tones, which is very very good. But, it is because I obviously, you know, when I do spend money on concealers and foundations and stuff, it's it's expensive, you know, because I'm I'm getting things like Mac and stuff. But then recently, I actually used um, I've got a Maybelline concealer and i was like maybe oh exactly God. yeah i literally cannot believe <laughs> that i've actually got a shade for me in Maybelline, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. affordable it's more affordable than other brands so i just think it's yeah. it's definitely come a long way but i tell you for me like when i first kind of changed my attitude towards makeup and thought oh my god makeup yeah. is for me is when um i made friends with this um a Ghanaian girl and she was really really dark and she had um, yeah. this really nice makeup and she's like, oh, it's Iman. She said, go to Selfridges in London. Because, you know, I was from Coventry. So I was like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she went, go to Selfridges in London. Iman, they have like the whitest shade to the darkest shade. So I went yeah. and, you know, tried it on. I was like, oh my God, this is so nice. I felt so like, <laughs> you know, it's like your natural skin, yeah, but glowing. You know how it is, you. right? Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. 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 So I was like, oh my God, there's actually makeup for me. Like, it's so good. And, you know, and then after that, like, um, Mac shops became a thing. Like, there were more of them around and, and I was just kind of was in love with their ranges and everything. But yeah, it did, yeah. you know, it take a long time to get yeah, to yeah. that point for me. Definitely. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm so glad, like, the society has changed in that sense and, like, makeup brands are encouraging different, uh, you know, skin colours and everything. It's definitely a big, huge shift yeah, a good shift. Shuffle. But as as a makeup artist, Rubini, like what are there like specific brands that you prefer for darker skin girls? Different shades um, of brown. I think, like like we said before, like almost all 
makeup brands have got all kind of you know shades and whatnot um but i go based on what type of skin to uh, what what type of uh, skin type they are first uh, so if they're dry or combination um you know oily and then i work out you know what kind of foundation is suitable for them yeah. um but mostly what i use is the nars sheer glow on my clients uh, it just gives them more of a natural you know it doesn't change their skin color or anything because with nars the good thing is they even do like different type of undertones so it's not just matching the actual foundation color it's to see what undertone you have and nars is really flexible with that yeah i think that even if you're dark skinned you could you There's could be like types. an orange undertone or a yeah. yellow undertone so nars is a really good one yeah yeah Mm. and then what about for the hyperpigmentation like is the color corrector like i'm not familiar with how you even use yeah. those and stuff so are you putting <laughs> no but are you putting something that's a different color underneath is that what you do yeah that's right so we use the orange color corrector so the one that i usually use is the tinted one or the la pro concealer orange color corrector so you basically put it on wherever your scars or mainly hyperpigmentation areas if i didn't put that then yeah i will show off a bit ashy on my uh, foundation uh, that's with any foundations um but yeah that's the thing that i use the orange color corrector first yeah so do do you feel like the availability of the right kind of makeup has made it easier for darker skinned women to accept themselves and be proud of their skin yeah yeah 100 percent. like i remember before color correcting even like came was a thing we used to struggle so much with just putting foundation on our skin and still look ashy it'd be the right shade but it would look right at some places on your face and not right at you know mm. the darker places on your face so that used to look like we didn't know how to like work with work that with we just that. thought we had to layer more foundation on our faces <laughs> but <laughs> and use concealer but yeah thank god for color correcting <laughs> yeah uh, it sort of like brought it all to one tone yeah so just these availability, right, of the right products. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think they've experimented more into dark skin tone of you know, um, women. It's really helpful for you know the even black women or you know Asians. Everyone, it's really Definitely. accessible for everyone. Definitely, like you know how I th- I feel like black women have this natural hair movement or like you know black girl magic and all this and I feel like we as South Asian women we don't really have that like because you know because I've got kids and when I look at children's books I find a lot of black kid books which are like oh your natural hair you can rock your afro and stuff there's nothing really for brown girls yeah South Asian yeah yeah, there's nothing there's nothing like that to celebrate natural skin it's all towards fair skin fair skin like I, I would you agree like do you think that when you were growing up like yeah. all these yeah, things around you because yeah, like, i'm punjabi and i i know that in for north indians like they're like obsessed with complexion they're like up scared of going in the sun because they want to be fair and you know <laughs> oh, so attractive. we went through that <laughs> yeah. yeah no but is it is it the same for like for in the tamil community yeah. as well a hundred percent, yeah. Not um, any different. <laughs> not any different at all because, you know, like Bollywood and South Asian cinemas and whatnot, they inf- they have a massive impact, even with Sri Lankan Tamils. 
um, as well as Indian Tamils. They're all the same. It all works out the same. Yeah, we were we were saying in our previous interview uh, with um, the Coventry Telegraph. Yeah. yeah, how um, these Bollywood movies are like, and Hollywood even as well. Like, there's such a huge influence on like a lot of Tamil aunties, you know, Tamil community because. You know, the actor would be dark skin, but the actress would be like so light skin. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like the same how they even like, you know, how they bring it to life to even like, you know, marriages and whatnot. The weird thing is that it's like the actor, like you said, is dark skin. And so he kind of is representative of the just everyday people, right? But then. Yeah. Yeah. They they will always go to those lengths of choosing the fair skinned girls when it, yeah. I don't know if it. I mean, most people probably don't even look like that, right? Because yeah, exactly. <laughs> Majority of Indian and Sri Lankan people don't look that like that at all. Like yeah. the actresses, and uh, in Hollywood mainly, like it'd be mostly like North Indians anyway, and they wouldn't pick a lot of South Indian girls. And it's like yeah, you have to like represent movies, your community. Yeah. What they'll pick you know, North what, Indian I mean, women to be in yeah. it and, what, and dub them. It, yeah. Yeah, and dub them basically. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. I would basically, say like, yeah. insane. I know, insane. it's really you, bad. You'd, um, <laughs> some of the actresses, like, well, popular ones are either from, uh, you know, um, what's it, Telugu actresses or, you know, North Indians. There would never be, you know, someone from Chennai or yeah. like, from Tamil Nadu. Very less, very, very, very less. less. But it's because they wanted them to look a certain way. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, but that's I, actually uh, so damaging, though. That's actually it so is. damaging. It is, it is upsetting. It that is, is very that's damaging. crazy. That's actually I know. crazy. It could blow um, you. Yeah, yeah, literally. it's actually like crazy because I on Instagram there's this girl who's I think Malayalam, which is very similar to Tamil. She's an actress called Aishwarya Rai. Um, Sorry, not Aishwarya, right? Aishwarya, but I forgot her surname. Uh, Uh, Rajesh. Rajesh, Mm. you see. Okay. Um, So she basically, she tells her whole story where she was brought up in a slum... Was it slum? Yeah, yeah, slum area. Slum area. And she basically is begging the director because she has a really good talent. She's done a few movies. Um, She's she's told her whole story, how she begged the director to give her an opportunity um, to act. But loads of directors rejected her because of her skin tone. Um, yeah, it was actually quite yeah, like sad she did to like hear. a TEDx talk, and yeah, she sort of like gave her testimony on how like she came into the cinema industry, and she's a, you know a regular South Asian girl, um, you know quite you know middle class, and yeah, she was just talking about her struggles and how like she became an actress, actress yeah. and uh, one of the biggest things that she brought up was about her skin tone, how they rejected her mostly because of, because her, skin of her skin tone. tone yeah, but, yeah. It's really strange. Like, they would pick yeah. out the heroes as, like, the local, you know, South but Asian she's became guys. so far now in the yeah. whole industry of South Asian cinema. She's came quite far now. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's great that she's spoken up about it and, and brought yeah, it to attention as well. Yeah, Because it's obviously unacceptable. And, yeah, and then, exactly. Um, it's a struggle for her, but then it's not a struggle for a lighter-skinned woman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's absolutely awful. And, I mean, I don't know it's it's really difficult to to kind of think how can things get better because you know when you've got people like Priyanka Chopra for example she's done yeah. skin lightening ads like not even one yeah. but two 
skin lightening ads yeah. and and it's like and you know um I'm I saying know. in that in that Coventry Live piece I was saying that she actually you know somebody challenged her about this ponds uh rose ponds, glow yeah. Or, yeah. yeah so somebody challenged her about it and I was watching this YouTube video and they were like oh do you do you regret doing that a skin lightening ad and she was like oh no 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 because it's n- in nowhere did it say this is gonna make you have fairer skin it just said this um cream creates a pinkish glow and i just thought to myself like <laughs> oh my uh, brown people don't have pinkish glows they don't no. have pinkish glows and we don't want pinkish glows no brown exactly. person should should be wanting a pinkish glow we should be good with being brown you know so it's exactly, i just thought 100%. she's you know what i mean like a top actress and I don't think she's ever apologised for doing those things. Oh, um, that's really exactly. crazy. I've seen, yeah, because when the Black Lives Matters uh, occurred, you know, um, last year, she supported saying, you know, she posted herself, you know, about the Black Lives Matters and loads of... I've seen the comment section and loads of people were against her. Like, why would you even post something like that when you did, you know, skin lightening, when you advertised for skin lightening products? Yeah, it's actually such a... Such a shame because you know a lot of like even the south community like do really like her and like do watch her movies and whatnot like yeah i did not expect that i did yeah. not know that she i know do that. yeah so i i mean like it kind of when you think when you think about how do we kind of go forward and how do we make it so that other young girls aren't and aren't feeling bad about their complexion they're not scared of going in the sun like in your opinion as well, influencers, your influencers, right? How do you think yeah. um, people can kind of create a, a movement of being proud of themselves? Oh, uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, like there's loads of girls like you out there, um, like ourselves. <laughs> it's completely normal to have hyperpigmentation or, you know, born a darker you know because my siblings uh both of my siblings like my older sister and my younger brother they're actually lighter skin color than both me and my twin so it's completely normal to have this you know it's genetic and it's completely normal yeah i think a lot of people are like normalizing it now as well which is helping other people you know that it is okay to look you know dark there's no problem in it like people are making this as an issue but it's not an issue at all like you look completely fine the way you are i feel like social media can be quite a powerful tool in in helping people definitely to kind of to to rock their complexion and, and reach out to other people don't you think? Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's It could be quite negative as well as positive. Yeah. You know? It's the way you look at it, I think, and what sort of things you, you get on your feed, you know? Like, with us, we've seen a lot of, like, dark skin influences, which made us do what we are doing right now. Okay. Um, because yeah. someone has started that journey, it kind of influenced yeah, all of us. Yeah, and we're sort of spreading that. Yeah, we're kind of spreading that love to everyone because we know how it felt when someone, you know, discriminates us or, you know, says yeah. we're not, you know, pretty enough, whatnot. So it's it's nice to send that message to other people as well. It definitely is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually read this quote today, I think it was, um, something like, what was it? Enhance your vibe to empower your tribe, which is literally yeah. what has happened with you and what you exactly. are doing. So yeah, somebody yeah, else exactly. said that. It empowered you yeah. guys. You're doing that. It's uh, it's carrying on, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I feel also that Bollywood, 
and the South industry needs to take a little bit of responsibility as well. With definitely, you know, definitely. and I and I don't know how and when they will do that. I mean, I think this actress that you said her speaking out is a very good start to it. But they that because so many people look up to them, right? So many people look exactly, up to them, yeah, and and think, oh, this is India, this is the standard of beauty. So I just think that, yeah. like, I really want to see a darker skin actress in a main role and 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 people have said as well like oh but priyanka and deepika they're darker skinned and bipasha Bosu, they're not darker skinned they're just they're not if they are darker skinned yeah. they are like exactly i mean majority of india like even sri lankan people are like our skin tone color yeah they are i know darker and but no no like there are lighter skins as well but majority majority is you know darker skin yeah. girls uh, it'd be nice to show the reality like the real side of yeah. india uh, indian women women yeah. i i actually think that when that happens like i just think it's going to make a massive difference oh to yeah yeah definitely. yeah to a lot of women's self-esteem yeah. when they see that so i'm waiting for that i'm waiting girls and i'm Same. sure that we are you well. are as well <laughs> so yeah, do you no. do you um are you okay with like tanning or, and stuff are you kind of you know out there in the sun when there is sun in this rubbish summer but are you out <laughs> there do you not soaking up the vitamin d rocking it yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 we make sure we wear our spf 50 <laughs> but apart from that we're like we are very like carefree when it comes to the sun like we, we love just, traveling <laughs> we, love, we are huge so, yeah, yeah. fans of traveling but we're not quite conscious of like not being in the sun or anything like yeah, I mean, um, mum used to say when we were younger, like you know, don't go out to sun, like all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we never used to care. We never used to care anyway. <laughs> like when when we were younger, but especially in Holland, because um, it was only our mum who would say that, but not like the people that there wasn't really much of a Tamil society in Community when we grew and, Yeah, on. yeah. Um, but then when we came here, it became more of a problem. Um, but even then, we didn't really care. <laughs> like when we were younger, like we we love to go out. We're kind of both like extroverts, you can say. No, that's good. That's that's really good. I mean, me too. Like I, I literally, I will tan really easily, and I love it. Like I'll go running for like thirty minutes at eight o'clock in the morning, and I'll come back with a tan. And you know, <laughs> yeah. I've had SPF on, and this is a, also a misconception that people think, oh, if you're dark or if you're brown, you don't need SPF. Like you so. You need you do. it. Oh That's my god, you do. More need it. It's really crazy because we all we both grew up. I'm pretty sure a lot of like South Asian people could relate to this. That like, we all grew up saying that um we don't need sunscreen, but we do. Like everyone needs sunscreen, whether you're dark or whether you're not dark. You know, it's some sort of protection on your yeah. skin. And uh, we need more uh, SPF. So when I went to, I don't. I think Body Shop, um, they did really good sun cream. I think it's called Tear of Drop. And they did SPF 50 plus. And she, the lady who was at the counter, she recommended me not to use SPF 30, but to use SPF 50 because it has more protection on our melanin skin. Um, so, yeah, she was like, no, you definitely need to have sun cream. It's yeah. just not only to protect your skin, like it's good for like, you know, wrinkling, you know, you won't wrinkle early stage and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I I never used to think that like, I'm, I'm telling you, do you know how many years, right? First, I spent like 
a large part of my life thinking I don't need SPF because you know I'm brown like I don't need it and, <laughs> and that, which is stupid because you know this is just skin it's not leather right it's skin still exactly <laughs> yeah you know and then um and then uh, then I was like oh but I only need SPF 15 because I only just need the minimum and then like as I got older like my friends were like what are you doing like we're actually using <laughs> SPF 50 like are you crazy put it on and you know you're gonna get wrinkles what are you doing because you know yeah, you're yeah. getting older that's how you protect yourself from aging and sun damage and stuff and then my mom was like look you need to switch up your skincare and I'm, I'm not even joking I think it was actually when I started seriously getting a face cream that had SPF 40 in it at least and now I've got one that's SPF 50 it's, it's, 50, only, been yeah. the, it's only been in the last couple of years I'm not even joking. Oh, has it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that's, that is like, that is really Well, at least bad. you started. That's good. Yeah. I know, but it's it's just that, that whole ignorance of it. Like, you don't think that you need it. And then also, like, even white people are like, oh, do you need it? Why would you need it? Like, because you know, yeah. right? you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just... We think that, it's you, you think we won't burn, but we actually do. We get more, like, a shade darker than this. We actually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it could damage yeah. your skin as well. You know, the sun could. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's funny because yeah. So, <laughs> so ladies, let um the listeners know like where to follow you, your videos, and all your stuff. Oh yeah, so uh, we both have Instagram. Mine mm-hmm. is add Miss Ahia. Mm-hmm. Mine is add Beauty by Rubini. Yeah, and we both have YouTube as well. It's called the Melanin Twins. The Melanin twins, lovely. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do have a slight, I do have a slight obsession with twins, and um, oh, uh, seriously, okay. no, because like when I was young, I was like, oh my god, I really want to have twins. I really, I wish that when I have oh. a child, I have twins. Like, oh, like now, I'm like, I think it would have been quite a lot of hard work. Like, I mean, I'm sure your mum tells you, like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like, okay, I'm quite happy to not. But I always think, oh my god, it's so cool, like you know, to have a twin, yeah. and you were just like in the womb together, and you have that connection and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> so you're the first twins on the podcast, which is cool. Ah, that's oh, really that's nice. nice. <laughs> I'm happy to be the first. thank you ladies for coming on and just kind of flying that brown girl flag on social media and and rocking it so thank you so much and thank you everybody for listening and please do follow Rabini and Ahia and also follow the Sisterhood of Mummy and Perfect at Sisterhood of Mummy and Perfect or at Rina D. Annabelle if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast and please share it share the love leave a review on apple Podcasts, and that's going to help other people discover the podcast as well which will be really cool so until next week take care everybody bye bye, bye. <laughs>